Hello and welcome to, I guess, the first episode, technically. We did a Game of the Year thing, but the first unofficial, official episode of the Wicked Awesome Cast. Uh, for those of you who are just joining us and have no idea who we are, we are the official podcast <laughs> of Something Wicked Studios. As always, I'm Charlie, and I'm joined by... I am Jeff. I am on Vader Gurr. You may have seen me from the League of Legends videos. And uh, I've known Charlie for too long. Way too long. <laughs> and, and speaking of way too long, uh, since we don't have a formal format yet and we haven't really hammered out how we're going to do these, we actually do have something we want to talk about today, and it's GameTrailers.com, which almost as far back as I can remember in video games has been a thing. And for those not familiar with the story, it kind of unceremoniously just shut down all of a sudden recently. And... As of recording this, if you go to its website, it's this eerie, the site acts like nothing's wrong, but the last anything posted there is from, like, Monday, and it's kind of ghoulish, where it's like, on one hand, I'm hoping they post something acknowledging, hey, we've shut down. On the other hand, I want them just to, like, have died instantly Jonestown style and never <laughs> post anything again and just have it exist on the internet for eternity. So I... Ghost Town forums. Exactly. I, I, I want it to be there, but not, like, usable in its full extent forever. And just, like, what was Game Trailers? Oh, it was a thing once. What was it, Grandpa? We, we, we don't talk about it anymore. It's, it's too <laughs> terrible. It was, a, it was a vibrant website, and then it was just dead. But, yeah, Game Trailers. So, I... We're going to talk about our memories of it. Neither me or Jeff were the most active members of the Game Trailers community, which is actually kind of why I feel we're more qualified than some to talk about it, because we had mm. very invested attachments to yep. Game Trailers. And at least I know personally, I kind of find it weird that Game Trailers is just kind of gone, because it's been there almost as long as I've been into video games. Like, Correct me if I'm wrong. Like your first memory of game trailers, Jeff, is back when it was just a website you went to watch game trailers. Like it was the place news broke in a weird way. I can remember like back in like high school era because it started what according to Wikipedia, two thousand two or something, something like, like that, that. Yeah, yeah, and like the I can remember back in those days. Um, I don't know what year YouTube came out. Two thousand five. Like, but I can remember back in the early times where you would have these comp people competing for the same, like, space on the trailer for something. And I remember early on thinking how stupid some people were where you would have, like, you know, new game would come out. And then some no-name, or, like, Nintendo would release a game, Nintendo would put it on their channel. And then, like, some no-name, like, Steve006 would have the same thing and be, like, stealing their views. And back then, I had no fucking concept of, like, why this was important, why it happened. The guy, the Steve 006 always got taken down within, like, two hours. And then to see, like, how that was, like, kind of, like, taking the food off of, you know, Nintendo's plate, or in this case, Game Trailer's plate. And um, just how, like, it was interesting how, like, the user base almost, like, usurped from them. Yeah, it was this. It was this kind of wild westland where you, uh, yeah, the, the ability to watch trailers was super specific because it was always, like you said, someone's totally illegal download of it from some source unknown. And they got their hands on it, and it would like it would almost always break first there, and you had like an hour to watch it before it got taken down and then carted off in chains and shit like that. And then it would eventually show up on game trailers, but like. I remember how, like, my parents were super strict on the video game topic, so my first exposure to really anything more graphic than Tetris was on GameTrailers.com, where just it was like, oh, what's this? That looks cool. That's a lot of blood in a video game. This, these <laughs> are polygons. I've never seen a polygon before. I, I, and, like, I had this long list of games, courtesy of GameTrailers.com, that in my mind, when I got to age 18 and could buy whatever the fuck I wanted, what, was 17 or whatever it was, and you had to be M-rated games? 17. 17. It was yeah. like, I'm going to buy all of these games. And I never did because most of those games <laughs> were terrible, it turns out. But, like, <laughs> it was... Like, in the weirdest way, it was YouTube before YouTube was a thing. Early YouTube mm. was all, like, music videos and stolen content. This felt like <laughs> that, except it was legally allowed to be there. And on top of that, 
it's how I learned about E3. Like, the first time I watched an E3 video was on game trailers, and I didn't know what E3 was. It was like, new games! And I'm like, there's a place you go to see new games? Hmm. Yeah, it's really interesting, Allah. Like, you can watch over the course of time how media has changed, how the way that, like, media is conveyed to us has changed so much from between, like, I remember back when, like, if you were a game developer, you basically had to have, you know, your own magazine if you wanted people to find out the tiniest of details about your game. I can remember used to having to buy books to get cheats in games. I remember cheats in games, not you know, DLCs and paid content. Oh, yeah, this was the weird era where you had multiple gaming magazines. It wasn't just, like, Game Informer. You had, um, what was it, Game Pro, Game Informer, EGM or something, like, like, Nintendo Power. Like, everyone had their own official one, and then you had, like, the offshoot, not official ones. Yep. That were, like... And you had ones that came from, you know, knockoff stores with... Hey, here's that game you wanted, not in the language that you speak. <laughs> oh, yeah, my favorite ones on that were, like, a... being 90s edgy were like, we have a swimsuit issue once a year. We draw video game characters in swimsuits. Cool. <laughs> if you're 10, you think this is awesome. You're right. I do think it's awesome. <laughs> no, it was. This week, DOA takes over. <laughs> it was a strange time, man. I. So I guess what I want to talk about most in some ways is how game trailers really was modern gaming YouTube way before modern gaming YouTube was a thing. Like I video highlights of video games have been on YouTube since people figured out how to record video games essentially. But like Yeah. Didn't the the let's play, the watching clips of games thing hasn't really existed that long in the grand scheme of things. Like what, you'd say Five, like not may, not even ten years. I don't think because YouTube's not yeah. barely ten years old. I mean, at this point. my so the way it's kind of like been viewed to me, where it's been like video game based content, is it almost starts at like a new grounds era where you have basically, if you wanted to make a like say anything about a video game, you had to fucking be able to run Flash and draw it yourself. Yeah, the um horrible Flash cartoon era. And then you evolved into this era of, like, okay, I'm going to make content about this game, but it's still, like, scripted. It's, like, it's like red versus blue, um, what's the word for machinima it? Machinima stuff. Um, machinima stuff. And then it's kind of devolved down into, you don't need a storyline, it's, there's so many games available, and I know about all of them. Yeah. I don't have the time to play them, so I'm going to let, you know, I'm going to, you know, file my taxes, and then on my other monitor, I'm going to have, you know someone playing through the entire game of Myst, because I couldn't be fucked to finish it. Yeah. Um, it, the game's just too long, and I don't... I mean, I could stumble my way through it, I could get help from the internet, and all this other stuff, but it, it's a time sink. And just, like, the necessity to multitask has kind of driven the, like, yeah, just play the game. I don't care if you make it funny, I just, I just want to see part, like, A, B, and everything in between. Like, I want to see how this game goes. Yeah, because that... Um, Game Trailers started up around the same time as G4, and at least at that time, G4 was, like, basically reviews, <laughs> weird internet bullshit shows, and like, they had a show that was literally cheat codes and stuff like that. It wasn't even Cheater. tips. It was yep. cheats. Like, it's like, do this With Kristen Holt. Yeah. yeah. And then someone else I eventually. I, I don't remember who was on that ultimately all that well, but it was, yeah. like, and then you had Game Trailers, despite not being a video, not being a TV channel, they had, like, mm-hmm. five days a week of content, they were doing video game podcasts, like, before anyone else was, they they were doing, like, reaction videos, they were doing reviews, they were doing, like, five-man panel discussions that they were both filming and doing the audio of only, like, like everything we now think of as normal gaming channel stuff was all kind of in weird ways invented by game trailers in a certain extent. Like, the angry reviews, game rants, all that stuff, like, they had a segment yeah. for everything of that. And it's just kind of strange that no one gives them credit for inventing all that stuff, and I'm not sure how much you followed them towards the end. Like, I fell off the last two or three years as... I felt the quality took a bit of a nosedive, I guess. Like, they got bought, and then they had a bunch of layoffs, and they never quite were the same. But then they became this mm-hmm. weird parody of themselves where they were posting stuff to YouTube. And it was like, no game trailers. You existed before YouTube. You don't do this. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, that's kind of been an, an interesting turn in, like... This is weird. We're going down, like, the rabbit hole on, like, the history of the internet. No, and that's kind of what the um, point of this was. But um, where you have, like, uh, one of my favorite companies is Rooster Teeth, yeah. which makes uh, Red versus Blue, for those who are not familiar, which is, you know, machinima of Halo, which started out with you went to their website and you downloaded the video physically to your Before computer Before that, you went to, to the Bungie it. forums to download it. Like, they had, a, yeah. they had a video segment of it. That That's where Red vs. Blue was. Yep. Or, like me, you knew someone who physically bought the fucking DVD and then watched it on a TV. Then, they kept all their content there, and a lot of websites like Newgrounds fought very hard to make sure their content stayed on their website, and that, like, if it wound up on YouTube, they'd take it down. And then eventually... Like, all this, I don't know if money came in from YouTube and the uh, sponsorship and the, um, what's it called? The um, partners. Well, the YouTube partners came about, and then, you know, these companies, like, even Rusu, like, hey, YouTube's the way to go. We're ditching this. So take a step back for a second. Remember, YouTube wasn't always owned by Google. It was, like, five guys True. at one point. And then Google bought it. And started trying to clean up the act of it. But there was a solid, like, what, YouTube's 15 years old at best now? Like, it was started in 2005, mm -hmm. so it's a little over 10 years old. 12 years old? 11. Yeah, 11. Sorry, I'm not so great at math. <clears> but, like, <laughs> there was a solid five years of it where it was just free videos. And, like, even to this day, you can find anything you want short of porn on it. But, like... yeah. Way back when, you could find anything. You were trying to find a TV show? YouTube. You're trying to find something horrible? YouTube. You're trying to find beheading videos? Probably on YouTube, because it was the Wild West. <laughs> it was just all in one location. Not Meta Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but they eventually cleaned it up, and they added copyright systems, and then they yeah. then, like then it was monetization. They, they were trying to find ways of monetizing. I knew someone that they were testing some of the ideas at their school or something, and it was like mm -hmm. the... Initially, it was like pop-up banners over your stuff, and then it was the pre-roll things. And somewhere around that time, they realized, hey, we probably actually have to pay some of these people that get high views on their stuff because they're making content. And yes, we're hosting it, but they do technically own it, and that's kind of what led to the whole yeah. modern, hey, here's some money for yelling into a microphone stuff. Yeah. It's also, in a lot of ways, it's provided YouTube with a lot of employees because by paying out to a lot of the user base, it enables them to ensure, like, a lot of these people do this for a living and generate content for YouTube, keep people on YouTube, keep views going, keep ad revenue generated for YouTube. And if anyone's confused, YouTube will always get the better end of the profit split yes. thing. Like, it's... We're not here to talk about that. Like... Game trailers was the symbol of how you YouTubed and made money YouTubing prior yeah. to YouTube. Like, now it's kind of commonplace for websites to have ads. I remember when that was, like, new code. It was like, wait, you can have scrolling side ads now? Yeah. Yeah. And how do you sell them? Well, if your website gets enough traffic, you sell it based on how many potential views you get in a day. And advertisers buy into that? Oh, yeah. Like, the whole, um, in some ways, the webcomic craze was the precursor to the YouTube craze because you could make money mm -hmm. just by having a high-traffic website as a result. Yeah. Like, going to, like, Explosum.net, like, you, you go through these, like, dips and, like, ups and downs with certain websites, especially, like, from, like, very Wild West, old uh, internet, where it's like, okay... They came out with this, like, you know, banner ad. Great, whatever. Fuck that. And then you get, like, okay, I got the newest, you know, Adblock Plus type thing. It's like, okay, banner ads are gone. And then wait, like, a month and some new, like, advertisement rears its ugly head and jumps to the front. They, like, it's this, like, pig pile of um, yeah. advertisements, like, in constant battle with the, like, ad blockers. Well, and the best part of it was, like, legitimate websites, like Newgrounds, had some of mm -hmm. the most egregious advertising, where it was like, you want to <laughs> watch that video? 13 pop-ups! Yep. Wade through this shit. Do it. A lot of, like, the, nowadays, it's actually the worst ones are the, like, um, the more legitimate ones, like, um, South Park going to their website and watching South Park videos, it every break is like six minutes of advertising. Well, the South it's Park forever. one's now powered by Hulu, which is why, but that's a separate topic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
But yeah, so I guess going from the history of game trailers in some ways, do you have a favorite <laughs> game trailer's memory? Um, I never really spent much time on it. Um, but leading up to this, I did do a little bit of research. I was looking into, you know, the history and looking about the Viacom sale. Yeah. And, um, I went to game trailers and I was looking through the form and stuff because that wasn't something I associate with that. That's one of those things like, you know, even Rooster Teeth, obviously we all know them for their content, but it's easy to forget. They're a forum. Yeah. Like, there are boards. No, there's, they're a community. Information is exchanged. Yeah, they're a community. Um, same goes for games trailers. Did. In the first, Not anymore. Did, yes, yes. Um, and it was just kind of interesting, like, going through all that and, like, seeing a lot of stuff you're talking about of, like, here's the history of, like, you know, here's their podcast, here's their review, here's their just people playing, like, how much of that could come from one location that was just these one couple of guys ahead of the curve, you know? Yeah, and I, I guess it's, um, I have special love for game trailers because my, my favorite game trailer memory is a man named Marcus Beer, the angriest gamer I never have ever met. Or not ever even met him, just have gotten to witness him be angry about video games. If you're not familiar with Marcus Beer and you like to talk about video games, shame on you. Go look him up. He has a separate podcast called No Comments Loud. It's not him at his best, but I'm just happy he's still producing things. But for game trailers, he was a host on Invisible Walls, and I think it was called Screensavers at one point or something. He was one of their talent, I guess, that did stuff, and... The pinnacle of Marcus Beer was this fantastic little short once a week thing, excuse me, called Annoyed Gamer. And it was literally just they'd find something or something would piss Marcus Beer off and he'd tell you why. And it wasn't just him being angry, it was him being very critical and laying out all the reasons that you as gamers should be angry. Like, to take a step back, this whole conscious aware of shit gaming world we live in is a relatively new thing. Like, it, for a long time, it was, yay, video games, don't question it. Like, yes, we were kind of already pissed off at EA by the time Marcus Beer was doing this, but Marcus Beer gave you reasons to be pissed off with EA. He outlined in just such amazing detail, hey, here's why EA is fucking you this week kind of thing or like here's why this announcement <laughs> sounds good but is actually super evil or like this is like um the Phil Fish thing where he just got he got pissed off and canceled um Fez 2 like Marcus Beer was like oh you're a public figure now suck it up and don't be a baby you don't think people don't cuss me out constantly on Twitter and shit like that it's like no no you enjoy the fame which means it comes with all of the bad parts of fame too. Like it was, it was mm -hmm. I'm not saying he taught me to be critical of video games, but he showed me you could be, and that it was okay to be like, man, this fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. Because like back in the oldie days, our expectations of video games has morphed so much. Yeah. Just like the idea now of like we're like we just talked about a ton of this with our E3 podcast and our um, game of the year. We're, we're like. You have AAA titles, and the expectations for them are, like, to be, like, the second coming of Jesus in a lot of ways. And, like, back in ye olde days, it was very, like, I need this game to, between now and when I return it to Blockbuster, entertain me for a full weekend as much as my mom will let me play it. Yeah. And what I expected out of the game was very much more, like, I expect the first, like, ten hours to not be beatable by my ten-year-old idiot brain yeah. and to be completely entertaining for all 10 hours and then for it to out of existence for the rest of like a long time no not just because we could buy less games like there were just fewer games like if you got yeah. 10 really good noteworthy games in a year that was a pretty impressive year in some ways like the idea yeah. of getting a street fighter a tekken and a soul caliber all within like the same year let alone like a three-year period was like this is going to be the best three years ever. I'm going to play one, then the other, then the other. Like, I... Yeah. It was... And, like, on top of that, like, again, this is us being old people for a second. This was the <laughs> time where if a game was broken when it shipped, it, it was never broken. fixed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, like, it just, and you... Like, and, like, part of reviews were, hey, there's broken stuff. Don't buy this. And, oddly enough, there was less broken stuff, but... 
We're not here to talk <laughs> about that. But at the same time, it was just different where you kind of, if you liked a game enough to keep playing it, there was a certain level of, yes, it's fucking me up the ass every 10 minutes, but the remaining mm-hmm. nine minutes are pretty good. Yep. But I mean, also, with if you were going to then go ahead and purchase a game, like... Games prices really haven't changed a lot between now and then. Like they're still sixty dollars. Back they, they then, were, sixty dollars was a lot. They were forty and fifty. I, oh, yeah, I, they were forty. I remember for a while. back when games jumped from fifty to sixty, and I'm like, "What witchcraft is this? <laughs> How will I afford I sixty dollars video too. games?" And it was the um, yeah, it was the three sixty PS3 launches where it's like now games are sixty dollars, and I was just like, "But, but that that's." six games less a year I can buy based on that extra money. Why? Yep. It's, like, it's like after, it's like, what would you do to me? <laughs> <laughs> you also Bad. had the death of like the $20 games, like um, Katamari Damacy, a, a very well-known mm-hmm. game. I think I paid $15 for that new the week it came out because it was like, eh, it's a bullshit Japanese import. Only weird people will buy this. Fifteen dollars. Spent a dollar six on packaging. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was it was just such a different time where we put up with so much more shit to tie this back to game trailers. It was just nice to have someone, I guess, saying you shouldn't put up with this shit. You paid yeah. fifty dollars. You paid sixty dollars. You paid thirty dollars. You should expect better, and here's why: like you should expect these dollars com- evolve. You should expect these companies <laughs> to act like companies. Like the whole EA labor scandal that happened. Marcus Spear tore into them for weeks about it, and it, yeah, I just, I, I'm not saying game trailers taught me to be critical of video games, but they exposed me to the critical, condescending, jaded ideas that I now hold very dear to my heart about video games, where it's like, yeah, Halo 2 kind of sucked. It had online, but it kind of sucked still. And here's why. You can like a game and still say it kind of sucked, because there are ways of... It taught me how to argue about video games and not just in a Nintendo versus Sony versus Microsoft kind of way. In a, here's a actual thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah, I, I miss that stuff. And on top of that, they had the best gaming podcast for a long time. Like, everything Rooster Teeth is doing in the podcast world, minus the sports stuff. I don't want to say Game Trails did it first because it's not like Simpsons logic at that point, but... There's nothing on YouTube that's popular right now that game trailers at least didn't attempt to try off the bat, mm-hmm. which is yep. really weird to think about. Mm. Yeah. So in your kind of digging through the history of games, you come across anything like especially surprising where it's like, holy crap, they were the first to do that? Um, not really. It was just kind of, well... So probably the most interesting thing to me is how you're seeing like the game trailer's motion going in reverse. Now I'm going to be ad-libbing a little bit of their history here because I don't I'll know. correct you if I can, but yeah. But, um, so game trailers starts up, their marketing scheme is we are the place to get game trailers and where you view them. Nowadays you have a lot of these companies like Vivo that like I don't know how their marketing model is. I've just noticed the same thing everyone else does. Like, hey, I'm going to go listen to the song that song that I've always listened to. Hey, it's not owned by the artist anymore. It's owned and hosted by Vivo. Yeah. Where you have um like general content that's like popular enough that it's gonna almost get like the Xerox treatment of like People want this enough, it has enough popularity, people are just going to redundantly upload it into oblivion and the company doesn't get much say yeah. in it at the end of the day, and they might as well just give up, host it themselves, and try and get the viewer money. And you, it almost seems like Vivo is like, we'll do that for you. Well, so I think Vivo is actually a music video company. They Yes, they're specific. Yeah. But um, game trailers would be arguably that... Yeah. It's a really good example. That. They weren't making the videos themselves, but they were definitely the ones yeah. showing them. And to your point, like Ubisoft just now has a YouTube channel they post their trailers to and shit like that. It's like, yeah. why would we bother not doing this ourselves? It's so easy. There's this YouTube yeah. thing that everyone goes to every 30 seconds. It's also with YouTube giving them any form of a kickback. It's like, well, game trailers, what are you going to get? Yeah. Well, I can get a YouTube 
thing for free. <laughs> I don't know, and it goes back to we were talking about this idea that at one point getting your videos up on the internet was hard. Websites were expensive. Mm. You had to code that shit or know someone that knew how to make a website. And if you wanted, like, server space, you had to start assembling computer components. Or pay an obscene amount of money for a server, yeah. And pray that your ISP didn't figure out and start choking you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think we're just old at this point, Jeff. <laughs> no, but yeah, you were saying this kind of this reverse history. So you had the trailer part of it. So you start out with game trailers being the we'll host all the game trailers. They get, like, undersold by every person and their cat hosting the game trailers. Now you have it going in reverse again where you have, like, you know, I've been watching the same music video for 100 years, except now it's hosted by Vivo, and Vivo is basically trying to be the game trailers. Music videos. Music videos. And it's kind of like coming around full circle, which honestly makes it very strange to me for game trailers to just go out when that marketing model is being developed well, but and is clearly working. But it's being developed on a free, for all intents and purposes, website. Like, the the issue with game True. trailers is that's a specific... As someone who runs a website that this podcast is hosted on, and then we post <laughs> articles and stuff like that, I will tell you that websites are not free. They're not as expensive no, as they not. used to be, and we're not a high-traffic site, so it's cheap for me. But... Chances are, game trailers as a server. They pay for bandwidth and all that stuff. Like it's the process yep. of running that type of site and having your own proprietary media player is not easy. It takes like you have an IT department just to fixing your media player at that point. Like it's a whole system. Mm. But yeah, it's I'm, what makes Vivo pro Vivo profitable is that they're the ones making the videos in the first place. I think, and then they're also just hosting them. But at the same time. I don't know enough about Vivo to actually say that, really. You're going to Google it now? Yeah. I am, because I have so many times, like, um, little known fact about me, my musical taste capped around 1999, so um, all the music videos that I wind up watching are from, like, you know, the 90s and the early 2000s, before Vivo was, like... Yeah. They came out in 2009. Well, most of the stuff I watch like. doesn't even ever actually make it onto Vivo. It's like, Nuclear Blast is hosting the Ailstorm videos. You should watch them. I will watch them, Nuclear Blast. <laughs> Nuclear Blast, European Metal. I love it. Uh, who's the other one? Metal Injection or something? It's like, can't we have... Metal Inject, yeah. Can't we have normal names, please? <laughs> oh, no, but kind of, I was talking about this earlier while you looked that up. I, it's really weird seeing because they went from... Very much a we're just hosting trailers to we're now making our own original content. It's about essentially the trailers we were hosting and like video games they were playing and reviews start happening around that time. And like when I stopped watching game trailers or stopped visiting as frequently as I did was after the um, Viacom to Defy, Define, something like that media sale that happened where I'll be blunt, they brought in a bunch of hipster ass personalities that I kind of hated and. Mm -hmm. I felt like a bunch of people that didn't have a lot to say. I'm sure I'm being harsh because some of the people were there prior to this, but they started trying to appeal to the PewDiePie group where it's like, oh, we're friends and shit like that, where I was like, bring back the angry 50-year-old who says he has to go down a thing of scotch every time EA kicks <laughs> him in the nuts with a sail. Like, <laughs> that's what I was going there for. I didn't want the podcast where it was like, yeah, video games are pretty cool. Video games are cool. Yeah. I'm glad we agree about this. Cool video games. <laughs> I wanted Marcus Beer being like, you know what sucks? The fact that EA fucked my wife again today. How did they do that? <laughs> Here's why. <laughs> they came to my house. So Vivo is a joint venture by Google, Sony Music Entertainment, Abu Dhabi Media... And Universal Media Group, Music Group, um, to create a streaming service that um, was supposed to rival MTV. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and it looks like now they just have the licensing to stuff from Universal Music Group, Sony Music Entertainment, and I don't know what EMI stands for. I no clue. Um, it's probably one of the, it's probably like Empire, one of the big label companies. Is that yeah? Um, 
and then they just own and host the licenses to those particular companies. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I so yeah, that kind of it, they are in some ways doing the game trailers things. I think game trailers had to like request the trailers from the various developers yeah. who are putting them out and stuff like that, which not quite what Vivo's doing. It's 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 a similar thing. You go there to see music videos, which to your point earlier, game trailers initially was just game trailers. Show up, watch what's new. Maybe nothing will be new for months. Yep. Yeah. So something we actually never mentioned was um, at one point Game Trailers was actually owned by MTV, or um, and so really? Viacom owns MTV that also owns Spike, and I guess it's. Did you ever watch Game Trailers TV? No. So Game Trailers TV was, as the name implies, a half hour long TV show on Spike. Like always had a weird time, like eleven thirty p.m. where it was like. Why would you put this on so late and expect people to watch it? And it was, mm-hmm. again, they were doing stuff on that show that, again, set the tone for YouTubers. Like, they had, like, Battle Facts, where it was a guy named Daniel Kaiser, another favorite member of Game Trailers, where they would essentially, like, get him and some actual mercenary at a shooting range. And it's like, okay, knives that shoot the blade out, useful? And the mercenary would be like, here's how this works. Super not useful. Here's the super popular gun from uh, Call of Duty. Is it the best gun? No, actually. It overheats like a motherfucker. This is the better <laughs> gun in real life. Yep. It was just kind of cool stuff. Like, like every episode was, here's some gaming news, and then we're going to do some what's now YouTube bullshit with games. Like I think they even gave Marcus Beer a little segment at the end where it was like, what you mad about, Marcus? Life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they did some game trailers like, um, God, what's his name? I feel like an idiot for not knowing it right now. Um, he hosted the uh, Game Awards. Um, camera for the life of me. I feel bad now. Um, not Kevin Pereira. He was the G4 guy. Say G4 or on Spike? Because Spike. I thought on uh, Spike they had like Neil Patrick Harris. They, or he something. hosted the Game Awards. One. Yeah. The um Spike Game Awards or Gaming Awards. Uh, he's he's yeah. separated now. I'm totally blanking on his name and I feel real bad uh, you talk I'll find him quickly <laughs> um I don't know what to talk yeah. uh so let's see I can either keep going down my deep Go dark for it, yeah. past with the internet and Go like for, it. for me a lot of it all starts with like flash videos and this is I guess something I actually I was listening to Chris O'Neill which for those who don't know who that is that's O-N-E-N-G um, he did like Dragon Ball PP, um, which is very funny, um, and a whole bunch of other Flash videos. And kind of the history of Flash videos is another like tangential, interesting thing in how that's evolved. Because it starts out with like Newgrounds and Homestar Runner are basically the beginning of Flash content on the internet. And um, I remember spending tons and tons and tons of time on Homestar Runner back in the day. And explaining that to people who didn't grow up with it's really getting funny. it to work on new computers is equally challenging. Oh, that I don't doubt. Flash I player does not work so while. well no more. And the name I was looking for is uh-huh. Jeff Keeley. Jeff yeah, Keeley, he's okay. the guy. He was he was the face of game trailers in some ways, and definitely the face of game trailers TV. Mm-hmm. But I digress. You were talking about the history of the internet. <laughs> um. Back in its inception with Al Gore. No. Um, Damn you, Al Gore. So, <laughs> um, so what winded up happening from there pretty much is you have Newgrounds and you have a whole bunch of stuff there. And then a lot of those guys um, wound up going on to work on YouTube. I think Chris O'Neill, that is his history, was starting on Newgrounds and moving yeah. over. And what wound up happening with a lot of those guys, which is kind of interesting is they have a very high amount of hours to, like, video content ratio. Like, it takes them a lot of man hours to produce oh, seconds of content. sucks in that category. Because they're animated. Yeah. And um, they were talking about how, like, a lot of the easier-to-make content um, is kind of, like, making it harder for them to produce because it's easier to make a Let's Play than it is to make an animated no, short. of course. But that said, one of the things that I think, like, because that's like a double-edged sword, like, the availability of 
like YouTube and like content creation stuff. Like I remember I bought a tablet probably five or six years ago because I wanted to try and like make my first animated short. And I wound up making a little animated short that was an orange eating a banana in front of another banana. And it was all of like three seconds long and I was stupid proud of it. And it was like really jerky and terrible. But I got a tablet on Amazon for like $40. And like the, just the price of like, Back in the oldie days, it's like, I want to make video game content. Well, guess what? You might as well start a studio while you're at it, because that's how much the gear is going to yeah, set you back. The idea of a game capture card for like a hundred bucks on Amazon, you need like a yeah. need like some HD DVD recorder. You're like, you were doing some madman work with wires at that point. Mm. It was like, okay, the DVD goes into the tape recorder, which goes into my computer <laughs> somehow, and I have to lick it every 30 seconds. <laughs> you have to blow into yeah. it. <laughs> Um, but the fact that, like, that's evolved and that's gotten us to where we are now, like, this channel, every other channel, like, the availability to other people and just, like, you know, it's created this American dream of, like, you know, someone with a dream or an idea and, like, a little bit of know-how and skills that you can acquisition and throw together, like... I don't know. That's kind well, of we cool, all want to be yeah. internet famous. That's why I started a channel. But to your point, like it's become <laughs> even rewinding back like six or seven years. The idea of making a let's play was hard because you had to have a pretty mm. beefy computer with a whole capture system, and it wasn't easily available. It was generally like you looping stuff back into your computer, or like literally, I was I wasn't totally joking, running it through four or five devices to get a recording. So like the idea of I assumed, I think, for years, like, it's like, oh, Game Trailers has video of video games. They got that from the company, was my assumption. Like, they just, like, called yeah. Blizzard, like, hey, we need 500 hours of World of Warcraft. Yep. Like, I didn't... Well, I mean, there's companies, like, I know um, Rooster Teeth did all of the, uh, like, capture stuff for Madden and for the Madden commercials. So, like, there was companies like them that were, like, outsourcing exactly what you're yeah. describing. Or not outsourcing, but producing what you're describing. No, like, it was a weird, like, the idea, like, it wasn't obvious how you turned video game gameplay into something you could share. Like, I could figure out how to record it on a cassette tape or something like that, but cassette tapes don't upload so well to the internet. Like, go to anime <laughs> convention, you want some sweet gaming action? N no, you weirdo. <laughs> oh, my God. I was listening to a history of thrash metal recently, and it was uh, talking about Metallica. It was talking about the back, back in the days where, like, magazines, I forget what they used to call them, like, tape lists or something, where basically you would, like, put your name on, like, a postcard list. It was like, you know, I'm Charlie, I live here, yeah. send tapes yeah. and food, and, like... People would bail each other tapes of, like, here's some local band, like, because you couldn't outreach to people. And this is, like, these old analog, like, viral videos before there was viral videos shit. Man, we've come we've a long come a way. Long what have way. we done? I know, like, it's to really digress off this topic. Like, the idea of anime convention tape swappings and, like, yeah, I, I remember back when, like, the, um... I think it's over some now. The AM, the um, anime music videos that were all the rage for a couple of years. There was a time period where that mm -hmm. was like an insane person activity because it was, okay, I have my audio and I'm hot swapping VHSs, fast forwarding to a specific spot, recording that, and then handing out a cassette tape at anime convention yep. so you can watch what I spent like eight years pulling together for a five minute song. It was also back in the days before everyone knew that most companies won't call your bluff on stealing their content, so you have to pass this thing out assuming you're going to get sued by Warner Brothers Music Group yeah. and, like, Shonen Jump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but back to game chillers, like, this, this all kind of relates back to it where they were, at the time, the most accessible in some ways source of anything new in video games. I'm not saying they were news, but it was, at one point in time, literally where you had to go to see footage of a game and stuff like that. Like, it was just witchcraft that they were capable of getting yeah. that stuff up, which was cool. And, like, that's my, that's my second fondest memory. And let's talk about, I guess, their death in modern era. Like, let's... How much did you read up on how weird the closing was? So, from my understanding, was it two or three years ago they got 
per, they got sold from Viacom Defy to Defy or something like that. Defy, yeah. yeah. There's a they go through a bunch of layoffs, and then their company just all of a sudden abruptly. Dies, yeah, so I did a little more research on the kind of death of game trailers, which is this super weirdness of. I guess, like, around 1 p.m., they got called into some meeting and were conformed, yup, you're all out of work, we're shutting game trailers down. Like, no warning, no nothing, and to go back to it, if you go to the website, there is no proof game trailers will not post anything again. Like, the ominous game trailers is not on Twitch, it's like it's offline for the Twitch banner there is kind of strange, and if you read into it, it's like, oh... Twitch new, but again, it looks like it's just about to spring back to life any given second. It's mm-hmm. something has to have happened. I don't, and I'm not one to speculate, but like it is so just like hatchet jobby. Like it just, it suddenly, it's like mm-hmm. this no longer exists. We're cutting it off, period. Which is part of why I want to talk yep. about this because I'm not saying I was emotionally distressed, but the idea of game trailers just kind of puffing out of existence was weird for me. It's like, no, this has been around for 13 years. Like, there are children that aren't as old as this chan- as this website is. Like, people have lived and died in the run of this specific website. Like, and if you don't know what Game Trailers is, you're too young in some ways to understand the importance of, like, what's it, like, 1UP's gone now, I think? Like, all the old, old, old original websites for video game stuff are slowly kind of fading out of existence. What's going to be interesting is the service that they provide is going to, like, respawn, like, a clone of them in some yeah. way. Because it's like, where do I go to get game trailers now? Well, you could go to the original source. Yeah, well, fuck doing that on my own. Is there someone who's just going to collect them all for me? Well, and that's YouTube. That service is too, like, maybe we should just stop recording and go do that. Um, <laughs> no, I've tried getting like, trailers for the channel it's a pain in the ass. I get why people don't like doing it. And Machinima kind of does that. Some of the bigger YouTube channels do just post trailers and stuff like that. But, like, most of the video game publishers and developers just self-publish now. It's easy enough. It's like, we have this trailer on our YouTube, on our website. God, it's so easy to post video on the internet now. Johnny, put the box of code away. We can just drag it into this thing and hit in bed. (laughs) <laughs> Squarespace making everything easier. Everything. <laughs> nah, it's so. I guess you kind of launched off something I wanted to talk about. Do we think a website like Game Trailers can exist in this future where YouTube is slowly becoming this centralized hub for all things? I don't want to say original because every gaming channels rip off of every gaming channel to a certain extent at this point but like mm-hmm. no one's trying to just do it all separately they're all using someone else's service like could a website just break away from the rest of it it'd be difficult I know like um, Rooster Teeth yeah. and Giant Bomb have their premium content but they still also have a bunch of free and sometimes YouTube based content like it's um Yep. Mostly, I guess in Rooster Teeth, you get the stuff early. Giant Bomb has some stuff still locked away, but it's not website-specific. It's website and then paid-for-specific. RT's also got some stuff that's, like, straight locked sure. away. Like, they have sponsor casts yeah. and stuff. But they're much shorter. It'll be usually, like, they'll do the podcast for an hour, and then they'll talk for, like, 20 minutes afterward for yeah, and you're You could argue you're not probably getting your money's worth at that point. But, yeah, it's, 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 not yeah, it's something. <laughs> No, but I guess, like, in the traditional sense of just going to a website, not paying extra for it, like, could you do a website now that we have YouTube just making it impossibly easy to host videos? I think in the slimmed-down version that you're describing, it could be possible. Sure. Like, so long as your operating cost is so stupid low that just, like, the content changing hands is all you're worried about. I think if you're trying to do that and generate content in addition, you'll probably never grow as a company, but you'll probably never cease to be sure. just slightly necessary. Yeah. But you're never going to overtake YouTube. But, I mean, if that's your end goal, you've got some crazy comic relief villain yeah. plans. Yes, I will overthrow. Protagonist, I am here. I will overthrow <laughs> like, the internet with my new yeah. internet. How'd you develop that? Yeah. Oh, I found stuff on the internet. 
Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, no, that's that's weird to think about. Like we're approaching a point where you'll never need to make your own website for something because there'll be some hosting service for that makes hosting that easier. Like Google's done an amazing job with YouTube and the blog systems. They even have like personalized stuff. Like Google Plus is slowly moving that way. Like in the dumbest way possible, Facebook replaced all of those personal websites of like hi i'm charlie here are my recipes for jam <laughs> there is no charlie's jam recipes.com <laughs> not yet <laughs> no but like oh boy to my point like we're just we're slowly consolidating all stuff like that into services or uh, I mean, one specific website like a lot of the internet is filtering down things that we give a shit about. Like, Facebook is basically taking, basically going through seeing what my friends like, using them as a filter for, you know, my friends will, on, will only like the most interesting of the cat videos the internet has to only offer. Only the best. Just like, only the best. The finest, most amazing there cat videos. There are no videos. good cat videos. But, <laughs> and the same thing with YouTube of like, you know, Shitty cat videos of this is my cat. Go to the bottom and this is my cat falling off a chair. <laughs> Go upward. For those of you listening to like, this, which is all of you, you missed an amazing Jeff eye roll when he hit that <laughs> hand gesture during that pause. Yep. He has forgotten we're not recording any video. Oh, he didn't realize it. <laughs> oh, I will try to avoid visual jokes from so now on. Um, so, so, um... The, um, like, so much of the internet, like, Reddit is good stuff goes up, bad stuff yeah. goes down. Like, it is all taking just this big mush of all the content the entire internet has to provide and then just slimming it down to only the stuff you give a shit about. No, I guess if, uh, jumping off that, like, if you've tried starting a gaming channel recently, it fucking sucks because you know who else decided to start a gaming channel everyone else like there is so mm. much content out there getting above a certain threshold is just a weird game of persistence not even talent it's like tenacity luck like I, it's what's the I, I was talking to my girlfriend actually about this where it's like how do you get big on youtube you have a video take off and pray a second one does essentially like it's it's mm -hmm. such a kind of crapshoot at that point which i kind of don't like because it does it it makes it harder to find new things because as you said everything's trying to bring the best to you and not necessarily something mm -hmm. that you might like but it's not well known yet it's like oh only 10 people like this restaurant maybe you will it's like and even yelps like no no 40 million people like this restaurant, but but I don't like vegan <laughs> food, Yelp. 40 million people can't be wrong. <laughs> you could be the 40 million and one person to suddenly like this restaurant. But but Thai food's not Yo. Chinese, Yelp. Yes, it is. <laughs> I would like the, uh, I'd like some Thai food, please. Mandarin Garden is over there. Um... What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, no, it's, uh, we're probably running out of things to talk about in the about game trailers specifically. We probably should start doing more podcasts because we apparently obviously have <laughs> to talk about. But yeah, I, I, it's weird seeing... I, I keep saying this. It's really weird for me seeing such a symbol of old 90s, 2000s style gaming media, even like early... Yeah, late aughts, I guess, gaming media, just up and die when it really did help to invent so many things. Like, I can't think of that many of the old guard that are left. Like, even Nintendo Power, a magazine published by a video game pr uh, publisher, is gone. Like, and I, mm -hmm. I get why Nintendo Power is gone, but at the same time, it feels like we're losing some part of games media. We're like, y yes. Kotaku is a thing, but Kotaku was also a thing. Like it's, I don't need a BuzzFeed of video game. I'd much rather still have eight gaming magazines that all disagree on how good they think a video game is come a month than go to a website and be like, <laughs> "You might like this. We hated this." Seen, see which game uh, game reviewer got paid off by Kane and Lynch. Exactly. <laughs> no, and 
th- that's the thing too. Like, there's a certain. I'm not sure how to phrase this. It's like a complete idiot. Like, I felt because these were independent websites and because they were presented in like an editorial, not quite news, but no, definitely not an advertisement YouTube style approach. It was no, we aren't trying to sell you something. Our reviews might like influence your buying one way or another, but if we say a game is good, you can probably trust us to say a game is good, and if a game fucking sucks, mm-hmm. we'll let you know, too. And you had situations like the Kane and Lynch. Yeah, you can't... Ten, you use, can't, ten uses for your Kane and Lynch yeah. CD. Number six will surprise exactly. you. Like, and But now you have... <laughs> sponsored reviews and people like a bunch of people got in trouble recently for not disclosing like oh yeah i use xbox because xbox pays me a hundred bucks a month to do all my reviews on an xbox or something like that like it's yeah that's bad journalism and i like journalism i like people who are above or separated from the rest of us that are trying to buy video games it's and like I don't want someone who buys a shitty game trying to justify why they bought a shitty game when it's just a shitty game. We all get hoodwinked occasionally. Like, we've all bought something that we're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell, I bought Fallout 4. We've, <laughs> we've also all had a moment of, like, we've bought something, like, thought it was going to be the best, maybe even told other people it was going to be the best, and then we just also had to, like, eat our words to go yeah. with it. And it was just like a turd sandwich between turds. Like, no, and we've all been there with a the game, and like knowing that negative experience really gives you the platform to like be wary of games, like, and not just go into everything with a smile. And you know. that's what I was talking about the cynicism angle. Like, it's, and maybe I'm completely full of shit, and the people I liked on game trailers weren't as honest or as above it all as I thought, but I liked the feeling of we're just a separate entity that happens to also play a shit ton of video games and we know what we're talking about. I liked having faces and personalities and, like, again, this sounds like old stuff because that's all YouTube gaming is, but these were people that had to... It felt like news as opposed to YouTube where it feels very fan-made. Like, there's a reason SWS doesn't do reviews and it's because I don't think any of us are qualified to really review a game at the end of the day it's we're, we're fans of video mm-hmm. games not the press yeah i'm an engineer not a uh, i don't have an English yeah I, i'm a roadie essentially know? i i play a lot of video games and do <laughs> quick looks but i i'm not gonna be able to tell you what the meta like what the um s- story arc invokes or what's a reference to like i what this means for the exactly company. <laughs> no I'm, I'm not gonna do that research either i guess like the end of game trailers, and this is probably why I didn't like the last couple years of game trailers, because it started to feel like fans of video games reviewing fans of video I can actually tell you the exact moment I stopped liking GameTrailers.com. It's a weird one. They did a, um, it was a top ten list of some kind where it was like games that maybe reviewed well and then turned out to not be good or games that in hindsight weren't as good of games as we thought and i'm not saying final fantasy i think it's 13 the one with lightning in it or something like that that's, that's 13. 13 oh that one's a stinker i'm not saying it's a good game or i don't like that game i story about this one quickly the, well, the girl i was dating at the time she wanted to buy a video game she liked final fantasy games so we went to gamestop and we bought a used copy i was buddies with the people that ran the gamestop and the guy puts his hand down on the table on top of the game looks me in the eye and goes you understand you can return this game anytime in the next 30 days for a 100 percent refund no questions asked right and i go i am aware of the used game return policy he goes no i mean you could bring it back today and there'd be no questions <laughs> asked and i got to watch someone just have their soul mercilessly beaten by the weird change final fantasy 13 took the franchise but at the time game trailers gave it actually up favorable review or they they said it wasn't a bad game and the reasons they spelled out were is it a very noticeable departure from final fantasy will final fantasy fans have an issue with this absolutely but on the metric of is it a bad game 
it's really not. Like, it's got some problems, but none, the, the game worked well. The graphics were quite stunning. Like, just because we didn't like the story did not make it a bad game. Just because we didn't like the combat system didn't make it a bad game, which is more than we can say for a bunch of stuff lately that just didn't work. I'm not saying mm-hmm. either of us like the game. Like, we don't have to, but it was... I exclusively play that game intoxicated because it's hilarious when you're No, but that's my point. Like, it's the <laughs> game as a game works and functions correctly. And I don't think either of mm-hmm. us reviewing it would be capable of removing ourselves enough from our attachment to Final Fantasy. Yours, you have more of one than I do. I'm always kind of a, that's that yep. weird bullshit anime series. Noted. <laughs> Ten was okay, I guess. That was a long ass mm-hmm. game. That game made me get into goth chicks. <laughs> but that's a whole separate topic. Was it Oren? Oren? Lulu? Lulu. <laughs> not not a bad choice. But we digress. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we should probably like wrap this up before we go like too yeah, tangential. We're pretty far from game trailers right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop coughing so I can cut all this shit out. <laughs> God, this cough is going to be the death of me. I No, but kind of, yeah, we've gone tangential, but that's what Game Trailers was at its peak, and I feel like we've lost something when we don't have that anymore. Like, again, I keep saying this over and over, I miss someone detached from just us fans making videos, and let's face it, no one on YouTube is not a fan of things. Like, even guys like Angry Joe, if you can be disappointed by a game, you're not detached enough to be a true reviewer and a true journalist at that point. You can say it's a bad game, (laughs) but you can't be disappointed because that means you had hype and expectations and had bought into it in some way. Am I, am I making any sense on this topic? Like, it's, there's not, we, we don't yeah. have. Like, right now, um, you and me are both fans of the Boston Bruins. Um, I know this is going to be a sports, sports. thing. Sports! How do you feel about the bees right now? I got to watch them lose 9-2 to my girlfriend's team recently. How do you think I feel about the Bruins right now? Now, you could probably sit here and tear that team as a structurally superfluous new we asshole. fire Rask. Is it because you care about them or because you don't exactly. care about them? No, I care about them quite a bit, and that's my point. I could, I, I am mad at it shows. I, I am mad at them because I want them to do better. I it, and my point is more. It's like talking about video games. You shouldn't want it to be better. You should just judge it as it is. And I think Game Trust did that really well at one point, and they introduced those concepts. And again, all this stuff we take for granted is YouTube content. They kind of did first. I, I know I keep saying this, but yeah, as any d- profound closing thoughts you want to wrap us up with? I think that like this entire conversation is really getting, like maybe go back on a retrospective of all the things we've kind of forgotten about how the content got to where it is and how it's reached yeah. us. Because I know I, for one, have a very interesting uh, thing of my uh, roommate is uh, my friend, um, he helped me. He's actually on the Metal Gear Solid Five video. I don't know if that one it ever will got eventually. posted. I'm or, still or working whatnot. through it, or if it will. Um, but he is two years younger than me, and for whatever reason, in that two year span, everything from my childhood he straight missed. Ocarina of Time, yeah. all the music I grew up with, Homestar Runner, like all that stuff is like me talking to him in the span of two years. How much that like just changed. Yeah. And this conversation in, like, how we're talking about the death of game trailers, and it's kind of been, like, a really good, like, homage to, like, where a lot of this came from and where we get, like, go between game trailers, putting up their first content, to literally something Wicked Studios. Oh, yeah, no, it's, like, I'd be lying if I said in some ways I didn't try modeling our less Let's Play content off of how game trailers worked. Like, I really enjoyed their... Let's talk about video game discussions and stuff like that. Like, we we could be doing the, ah, here's some news, but I'd much rather have the conversation about, hey, here's a specific topic. How do we feel about this? Like, we have opinions. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So, so I guess that's... going to do it. Yep. Yeah. So, 
I'd say it's been a successful podcast. Hopefully, we'll have more of these coming up we'll in the future. Figure out something, but yeah, hope you've enjoyed this. Um, if you have, let us know. You can um, watch our content at youtube.com slash somethingwickedstudios with a Z, or SW Studios with a Z at the end, not an S, because that was taken when I made it. Or you can actually check out our website at <laughs> somethingwickedstudios, spelled correctly, dot net. Again, that's somethingwickedstudios.net. Uh, yeah, leave us a comment or something like that. Um, if you found this, congratulations. It's on iTunes. If you want to subscribe, it works correctly. All that stuff. We'll probably be doing more of this stuff in the future. So, yeah. But yeah, game trailers. I definitely will miss you. Um, I think Jeff will. Uh, I'll miss the concept. Yeah, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's sad to see something that was so indicative of when we were younger just kind of get an unceremonious death like it did. Yeah. yeah. The unceremonious part's a little... Yeah. Eh. Yeah.